Boss Lady Conversations with Monica L. And Coach Kaya. Boss ladies are vulnerable, authentic, love, hopeful, abundant, respected. Boss ladies are you. Hey, boss ladies. I'm your girl, Coach Kaya. I'm a boss wife, mompreneur, sister, writer, and certified transformational coach. I help dreamers access their power by healing the trauma of their past, reigniting their dreams, and manifesting the miracles that truly matter today, in this moment, right now. My IG handle is at I am Coach Kaya. And welcome back, boss lady listeners. I am Monica L., a boss lady, Cleveland-born, LA-raised, on a journey of freedom and happiness as an educator, entrepreneur, self-published author, and poet. I believe all things are possible through synergy. Let's get it. My IG handle is at Monica L underscore writer. And I just like to take a moment just to shout out everybody. (laughs) Season Mm -hmm. two is coming to an end. We have learned so much. We are so appreciative of all of our boss lady listeners, community of allies, those who support boss ladies. I mean, This has just been so beautiful. It's been a wonderful experience. One of my most cherished compliments to date. And I'm just so happy to Mm -hmm. be doing it with Coach Kaya, my best friend, my sister. (laughs) This has just been a journey and we are growing and we just have so much more to share with you. We cannot wait. So thank you for being with us every week. Shows are released on Thursdays. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere. And and we're going to be more places. I can't wait to share that information later. But just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is really the joy of my day. Monica L., that was so beautiful. You're about to make me get all teary-eyed. It just feels like we were born to do this, that this is destiny. This is purpose fulfilled. And every time we show up to the Boss Lady Conversations table universe, all I feel is that I belong. I belong here. And it sure is nice to be on the other side of belonging. I can tell you that for sure. I love you so much. (laughs) And I'm just so glad that, you know, God brought us together. And all of our boss ladies who love us so much that they come, they give us their time, they give us their resources, and then they come back. Right. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> we really hope that you've all been enjoying Boss Lady Conversations and what? Bossing up with us. The only thing constant is change. We all know that there's a lot of change taking place in this world, but we want to hear from you. Tell us what you think of season two, what you'd love to see more of in season three. Like Monica L said, we're going to be a lot more places and a lot more spaces, always looking to expand our possibilities. And we want you to expand yours with us as well. Email us at bossladyconversations at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at boss underscore lady underscore conversation. Yes, Coach Kaya. And thank you. This journey is what we've been all about, our friendship, and now we're sharing it with the world. So we hope that our mission of keeping everyone boss up, enlightened, entrepreneurship, authors, bombs, and just be an amazing you, whatever that is, you are special regardless of your title. And remember, you could call yourself what you like. <laughs> and there you are. 
I think we were already calling ourselves writers and authors even before we had anything published. You have to speak it into existence. The word is so powerful. So make sure you Mm -hmm. always speak positivity over yourself and over others. And again, our mission is always to keep what you bossed up and stay with (laughs) us. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love that segue. Speaking of the word. Okay. So tonight we are having a wonderful party. This is this is definitely a party, a celebration, something to be admired, acknowledged, because Boss Lady Courage Coach Shanita Lou is back in the Boss Lady universe, and she never left. Tonight's show is all about her birthing a Boss Lady book. And so we're hoping that you walk away from this episode feeling like your word matters, your story matters, your heart matters. And I know that that's what you'll walk away with tonight and more. So according to Synergy Whisperer blog, 97% of people who write, who start writing a book, never actually finish it. And guess what? As staggering as that is, only 1,000 people that set out to write the book, out of that 1,000, only 30 actually complete the task. So they said that if you add that up on top of the fact that only 20% of people who write a book actually publish it, this means that only six people out of that 30 ever get published. Okay, so let that settle, right? Monica L, published author four times over. How do these stats resonate with you? Because you have just been churning out these books and people literally never reach this goal in their whole lives, period, ever. That stat is um, surprising to me. Like, I'm really surprised by that. And thank you for the shout out for my books that are And they will be in the show notes. Yes. (laughs) For me, everyone's experience is obviously different. I think I just went against the grain. My books are not what people will say, quote unquote, are the traditional books. Mm. You know, I didn't say, oh, how many pages? What's the word count? I, I did what I felt was complete. So I think sometimes... We just have to change the narrative. And I did self-publishing, you know, so probably if I didn't go that route, it probably wouldn't have been an option for me. Also, I didn't let people discourage me. My first book was a poetry book and I was told poetry books don't sell. Obviously, this was before the inauguration and all the beautiful things that came from that. But it was like, I just did my hard work, just like Boss Lady Conversations, I did it. I put it out there and and people received it and loved it. And again, it will live forever. So I think there's a lot of things that can be contributed to success of a actual published book. I think you definitely have to set your goals and adhere to your goals. And if you have a writing partner or anyone that for accountability, that's amazing. Or you just mm-hmm. have to be self-driven. You have to be like, this is what it is. And this is, you know, how it's going to be. I think we had a number of amazing authors on our show and all their stories were different. And I'm really excited about today's show so we could see about our returning boss lady and what her experience was. (laughs) We are so happy to have Boss Lady Courage Coach Shanita Lou back to share her debut book, Dear Durga, A Mom's Guide to Activate Courage and Emerge Victorious. Shanita Lou is a mom of three warriors, okay? She's an author, she's a veteran spouse, a salsa dancer, a TEDx speaker, 
and okay, Fulbright Scholar, period. She created Coach Shanita Inc. so that she could use her skills as a coach, Reiki master, medium, speaker, and facilitator to help folks live victorious lives. Shanita is an award-winning writer and has contributed to various platforms that include Forbes Women, Thrive Global, and Brown Girl Magazine. When Shanita is not empowering people to activate their courage, she's indulging in 90s music and milk chocolate. To learn more about Shanita's Indo-Guyanese NYC bread background, head to CoachShanita.com. For victory dances, rap songs, yes, she raps, y'all, okay? Maybe, yes, she raps. Maybe she'll do us a little something for us tonight. <laughs> and book bonuses, connect with at Coach Shanita on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. <laughs> Welcome back, Boss Lady Conversation, Shanita. <laughs> Hi. We're so happy to have you. I'm so happy and grateful to be here. <laughs> Welcome back, Boss Lady. And you know I said you never left because, yeah, you 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 always right here. You always in the cypher. So we are so proud of you. We are so privileged and honored to help you celebrate the birth of your book baby. Thank you so much. That means so much. I, I, I'm joining the team here of published poets and novelists and authors. So I'm just excited to join the team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you could choose one courage mantra that describes your journey to birthing your book baby, what would it be and why? You, you decided to just start off going deep, didn't you? <laughs> Wasting no time. No. You are family. <laughs> yes. um, I trust you, Ma. I trust you, Ma. And when I say Ma, I mean I'm referring to Dorkama, who is my representation or metaphor for courage. That is what has gotten me through the last year and a half and is what is getting me through this space now, this interesting book launch sort of post-publication phase of the journey. I love that. And with that, what is one thing you will hope your readers would take away from your book? Fear is not going to cripple me today. Fear is here. I'm well aware, but it's not going to cripple me today. I have access to this courage inside of me. I have access 24-7. And so... I'm not going to let fear cripple me or hold me back from what it is that I am meant to do or wanting to do because my courage is here. It's here to stay. And I'm victorious, period. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> How would you say that birthing this book has impacted your courage work? <laughs> it surely forced me to walk my talk. <laughs> Creating, creating an entire framework around activating your courage and keeping it alive. Mm -hmm. I had to do that very thing to embark on the book idea and the journey and the following through thereafter. Wow. I love your calmness and you're, you're just, or <laughs> it's so soothing. I'm like, is it? <laughs> yes. Okay. So coach Shanita, so tell our listeners, because, you know, 
we have aspiring authors and just creative souls out there. What about the challenging moments? What were your thoughts during those challenging moments when you weren't maybe sure if you were going to finish or not? Like every week. (laughs) And I want to start it off with, did you have challenging moments? Like I shouldn't assume that, but okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I think that this journey was challenging from the very start. The quick story behind it is that in fall 2021, I was wrapping up some coaching contracts and I was in a postpartum phase. I had just had my third child in January of that year. The pandemic was still happening and I was really lost in the sauce about where I was going next in my business or in my life in general. And then my guides, particularly Dord Gama, was like, hey, so you're going to go write a book now. And I was very resistant. I was like, what are you talking about? I have three children to raise and I don't know how I'm doing it. I don't know how to do it still. That sounds that sounds like way too much. And so I, I actually started off this journey already letting fear steer the wheel and letting any and every bit of self-doubt and imposter syndrome take over. I knew I had wanted to write a book one day. I did not think that day was going to be that day that time. (laughs) Right. So I think what's interesting about anyone who has that burning desire in your heart, like if, if it's there, like name it and recognize that, that that's real, like that's valid. And there's no set timeline on it. We all want, right. A sense of control or a sense that things are going to line up this thing. And this thing has to happen before that thing can happen. And that's what I thought. I thought, okay. So I did realize that that thing that was kind of in my heart to do was real, was true. And then once I stopped whining and complaining about the challenge, I accepted the mission with open arms and an open heart. And that's when Dordga and the rest of my guides started to clear the pathway and illuminate the information that I needed to embark on this journey. And the challenges that ensued Well, I think like if you're writing any book, like trying to organize your thoughts is just right. (laughs) Like that's like a big thing because the book is like the book, right? Yeah. How do you take all the elements of your soul and your word and your your experiences in your life and the, the teachings that you have and how do you hunker that down a little bit, right? How do you like distill it? How do you so, so there's a lot of work, I think. And I didn't know if it was a challenge per se, but finding the time to say, I'm going to commit to this. Like, I'm going to commit to like sorting this a thousand piece puzzle out. Right. And and I don't know if anybody here has ever done a thousand piece puzzle. It is a lot. It's like, what? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it's so it's, it's, it's the organizing that felt challenging. And then once I had to create a book proposal, it was the amount of rigor it took. I think that if you're writing a book, you can choose not to write a book proposal because I was entering my proposal into a contest. It was a requirement, which was good. It was way for me to create a blueprint or roadmap for me to get organized. And had I not gone through this process, I don't think the writing would have gone as smoothly as it did. But the challenge was allotting out time every day to be disciplined and giving myself grace when I didn't meet those goals um, around writing. And then also the challenge of staying 
staying courageous because it's so easy to start off with all the momentum. And then once you're tired, you're like, okay, we can stop. And it's like, <laughs> um, well, if you're trying to finish this manuscript, right, you can't, you, you can stop, but, but how long are you going to stop for, right? So I think the challenge was then just how do I continue to refresh myself, re-energize myself and come back to this mission and this, this burning desire in my heart so that I can keep going and complete the mission. Woo! Gems, 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 on gems, on gems. And you just dropped them so nicely, like doo -doo -doo. <laughs> <laughs> the proposal. <laughs> that is huge. Yeah. And like you said, it's like all the pre-work. So you were able to take from it and follow it. So even though it was a lot, but at least you knew where all your pieces had to fit in. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. I also had to excavate six years of my life. I had to read through six years worth of diary entries in order to create this book, in order to, to create that blueprint, because this book is specifically about me using the modality of channeled writing as one of a few ways that I connect with my courage. And so that was an emotional experience because I had to relive some really tough times. And those six years were the most transitional times of my life. I mean, I was growing my family and figuring out a practice and coaching. So it, it was a lot. It was very personally interesting. Shanita, I'm really glad you shared that because it really gives like an insider's view, right? And so I, I know you talk about it in the book, but really just understanding that you've been writing this book, you're almost half of your life. Yeah, I've been writing the book and it was clear to me in many entries, it said like the book is already written. That was a memo I kept receiving. Even while I was trying to finish, I'm like, I'm on chapter six, Dorga. I don't know. You tell me this book's already written. Where, where are you? And it was interesting because I don't remember writing this, but in 2018, a couple of times, as well as 2019 and, and 2020, I think there were multiple times where it said my book, my journal, was Dorga was responding to me saying that the book is happening and that I was being prepared to write the book. They're like, oh, oh yeah, the book's the book's gonna happen. It was very matter of fact, but I don't remember writing any of this. So I think for any creative soul out there who's looking to create anything, whether it's artwork or poetry or whatever it is, if journaling is a modality that you come you that you use in your own life, it's very likely that there is maybe something in your journals from the past that already alluded to you embarking on that journey or that already kind of being part of your destiny. Mm. Power of the word. <laughs> wow. Shanita, you made a good point when you first got the guidance that said you're writing a book and you looked around at your family and you're like, <laughs> how? Because I can tell you as a mama, you wonder what you did before you had kids. You're like, how much time did I waste? Why didn't I conquer the world, right? Because you realize how limited your time is. Like my whole schedule now revolves around drop off, pick up, activity, after school, before school. And so I have like windows of time that I hope that will be mine. And I mean, that's a hope and that's the order that I have to place and ask permi permission for. Sometimes it's denied. So when you said that, I just wanted you to know that I felt you and I understood because your time is very spoken for and you have three. So tell us 
what advice you have for boss mamas who want to tell their stories and their stories could turn into a book, uh, a film, an interpretive dance, whatever their stories turn into is their stories, right? But what advice do you have for overwhelmed boss mamas who really don't think they have time? You know, I don't know if it sounds corny, but like when, I, when I'm doing something big, I think of myself doing it for my my kids. I'm doing it for my legacy. I'm doing it for my ancestors who didn't have the ability to use their voice and their creativity. And so I think about generations before me and I think about the generation in front of me that I'm waking up to every day. And when I feel lost in the sauce, I can kind of, I don't know, it feels like almost like a check, like I check myself with it. It's a reminder because it's so easy to get lost in the day to day. And also I think one thing that I would let boss mamas know or just any creative out there is that the land of social media is actually, I mean, social media is a good place. We are able to connect and share information, but it is still pushing out this notion that everything is instant, everything is overnight. And when your creative thing is delivered, it is packaged in shiny wrapping with the bow on top of it. And that's just like, some people are are starting to show you behind the scenes, but even the behind the scenes is very curated. And the behind the scenes is very messy. Like if you're going to decide to do anything creative, you you almost have to accept that the mess is going to be there with it and that it's not going to be instant and it's not going to be curated nicely. Like I was trying to film videos of me on opening my box and everywhere was covered in toys. So, <laughs> like, I mean, like real talk, my husband and I got into a little bit of a quibble because I said, I'd like to open my box here. He's like, no, that background doesn't look good. I w- you should do it in the dining room. I was like, but the dining room's got my son's homework on it. I don't wanna, I mean, this is like all of the bantering that had to be done. This is your moment. This is your moment. <laughs> I was like, here I am trying to like have my moment, share with my community a special <laughs> moment. And we can't even decide where to open the box because nowhere is organized enough for us to do it or without it looking real janky. So (laughs) I think there is such an acceptance that needs to happen that you Mm. may not be super mom for that year. You may not be super employee of the month that that, that, uh, fiscal cycle, you know, because if you're working on whatever it is your soul is calling you to do during that time period, something has got to give. You cannot give 100% of yourself to multiple things at once. That's just not how it works. And so you have to be willing to say, all right, kids, I'm going to see a little less of you. We're going to, we're going to eat a little bit more takeout and fast food this month and, and just, just go with it. Like now that I look back, I'm like, everyone, everybody survived. We're all okay. We're all okay. Maybe mama read fewer books to you. I think you could still read. I I can look back at it now and go, we all made it out unscathed, but there is definitely the not falling for what you see on TV type of thing Mm. that I think we constantly remind ourselves about, remind ourselves of. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) this is a boss lady moment for real. That's right. Everything is not pretty. Everything is not a bow on it. And you're right. You cannot give 100% to everything. You cannot and not do it well. It's just not possible. There's not enough time, not enough energy. So I'm glad you said that because we come on like, 
But the reality is behind the scenes, it's like, oh. <laughs> Did you, did you hear her? She said, she said, everybody can still read. Everybody who yeah, was reading she's before. like, everybody got fans. <laughs> if you weren't reading before, it's fine. That now we got a book to read. Now you got your old book to read. you like, get mommy's book, it. take it and run it. Yes, yes. I love it. And that's where Boss Lady Conversations is I love about. that so much. The realness, the realness. And this is a true boss lady, mom, wife, author, and many other things. So with that, what do you want your children to take away from your book or just your whole journey? What would you want your children to learn from it? You can do whatever you put your mind to when you call in your courage. So when you connect with your courage, you're unstoppable. You can do it. You can. It's possible. And so when you have your courage by your side and you're working with it, it's open. It's expansive. Yeah, that's it. Your children are a part of your marketing, your social media. The baby girl, the baby girl, she she does exercises with you. Did you always like instinctively bring them in and, and share that with others? Or is this just fairly new for you in terms of comfort level and all that? Yeah, it is fairly new to be honest. I see a lot of mompreneurs online where their children are very much part of their, like the fabric of their lifestyle, business, whatever it is that they're putting out there. And to be honest, as a mompreneur, there are times where I feel like it comes off very performative and that to me doesn't feel very genuine. And so I have to really ground myself in going, what is my intention for this video? Is my intention to entertain? And entertaining can be fine, right? I mean, look at TikTok, right? Like that that is a platform that's starting because not just educational content, but entertainment content is what drives that, right? But for me, while I like to be fun and quirky and whatever, I do think about if my son's face or my daughter's voice or whatever's gonna be in this video, why is this important? What does this mean? Who's it going to reach? Is my intention in check right now? Or am I too falling for what I see other moms do to push out their content? And again, this is no diss to moms out there who involve their family in their the way they, they present outward. But I also know that I want to be mindful, right? The internet is the internet. It's a crazy place. <laughs> like I have to be thoughtful about what I put out there and why. But I would say this, kids are very open to sharing when I do do a video. They love being on camera. And <laughs> I was told by a dear healer friend of mine years ago that the work that I'm doing is not just a me business, it's a family business. And that my family is very much part of this entire journey. And I was very reluctant to receive that because I was like, what are you talking about? Like, like my kids aren't in the Excel spreadsheet spreadsheet trying to figure out what's going on next week, right? You know, they're not in my work plan. They don't know what's going on. And now as they get older and I see how much wisdom they have inside of them, I think that I am realizing like, oh, oh, that we we we're a unit. And right, like I couldn't have done any of the book stuff if it wasn't for their support. So I'm just slowly folding that in and being thoughtful when I do put stuff out there. Oh, that's so powerful. I love the way you call mama forward in this in this book, in this offering. And 
the way that you really just describe like it's it's for mama in all sense of the word mama it's like there's no limit to to which mama this could be for right and so I wanted to ask you if you could name three boss mamas you admire that you would like to meet and share their journal with. Iyama Van Zandt, Michelle Obama, Jada Pinkett Smith at the Red Table. Okay. Let's be clear. Right. Love, love, love it. Okay. She was ready. <laughs> she said, what else is happening here? <laughs> And I really love what you said, like it's a unit because it really is a family unit. Like they are involved and you never know how this is going to evolve for them as they grow and decide what career path and what they want to do. They've already had direct exposure, so they don't have to necessarily go somewhere to learn these tools that you're already giving them and that they're seeing firsthand. So that's a blessing. That's a blessing. They're going to remember that more than they can remember, oh, if I had an extra slice of pizza last night. <laughs> so you're really teaching them something that's fundamental. And I love that because then they can start their own business. Who knows? And that might be next week for one of them. <laughs> you just you know, never know. Kids have been right now. They're thriving. I'm trying to get their marketing plan. Like, how'd she do that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's another thing I want folks to walk away with from the book, that once you are a demonstration of courage, you're encouraging everyone around you to show up the same way. If I see someone being courageous, oh my gosh, that's going to inspire me. Now I want to, now I want to put myself out there. Now I want to try that thing I've never tried before. So yeah, being that demonstration of courage and having those exemplars around you are incredibly important, whether it's your family unit, whether it's your company, whether it's your community, you know, your local church community, where, wherever that might be, however that is for you. So Coach Shanita, what's the best way for people to hire you for speaking engagements, workshops? book tours, coaching, you name it. <laughs> speak it out, Monica L. Speak it out. <laughs> yeah, you could just head to coachnita.com and I have different tabs on the website, one for the book, one for speaking, one for workshops, but I have a contact form on there and that contact form will get to my email. And yeah, happy to chat about how I can support your community with activating courage and emerging victorious. One thing I would say about the victorious piece of the book is that for anyone who hears that word, just know that victorious does not just mean triumphant. By definition, it means to be fulfilled. Mm. So the idea here is not just you get courageous and you overcome the obstacle and you win the thing, you achieve the thing, you check it off your list. Yeah, that's a that's a great feeling, <laughs> especially if like the feeling of producing and checking off a box makes you feel good. I'm not going to lie and that I am that, that gives me a little bit of a boost, but victorious means to be fulfilled. So this courage thing is not just about what, how am I going to get things done? It's about how am I going to feel in alignment? How am I going to feel joy? How am I going to feel like I can unapologetically be me and not doubt myself in any situation about it? So the fulfillment and the victoriousness that will come, that will happen for you and however it shows up because you're calling in your courage to overcome any fear that's going to block you doing just that. Got it. There it is. There it is. You just put the bow on it, Coach Shanita. Yes. And I think it's so important that you said that because victorious means you 
it almost feels like you fought a battle, right? And so we know what people look like <laughs> after they fight a battle, okay? They may have won the battle, but they look and they they feel like they fought a battle. And when you said to be fulfilled, that hit different. That felt like long-term joy, long-term expansion, long-term abundance. So thank you for that so much. That was that was powerful. So boss ladies, we know you want more time with boss lady coach and author Shanita, but that's our show for today. But because we love you, you know we love you. Here's a recap of some of the many, many gems that Coach Shanita shared with us today. Courage requires you to walk the talk. There's no set timeline on making your dreams come true. Accept the mission with an open heart and an open mind. Help will come. The challenge is staying courageous. We start off strong, but it's not easy to keep that momentum. Refreshing yourself will bring you back to your mission and help you fulfill your destiny. You're the best recapper ever. <laughs> At the end of these podcast episodes, when I get the recap, I'm like, oh, yes, yes, understood. Yes. <laughs> and, and let's show your book too. Let's not forget. Let's show your book. Here's yes. my book. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. Keep it up. We hope you've enjoyed this amazing, 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 amazing show tonight as we learn how to birth a book and connecting your thoughts to help you live a more courageous life. And please don't forget to purchase Coach Shanita's book. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Coach Shanita. You are amazing. We love you. You are a part of the Boss Lady Conversations podcast, family and universe. If you haven't already done so, please follow us on Spotify and iHeartRadio. And you'll be notified whenever we post a new Boss Lady Conversation episode. You are who you say you are. You're destined for great things. Your life matters each and every day. Now go get your blessings, Boss Lady. <laughs> <laughs>